Hey guys, welcome back to Teeny O'Clock. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Okay, so to start off the episode, I want to give some hinge updates for you all. Um, okay, so it started off kind of okay, kind of bad, you know, not a lot of options, but decent conversations. Um, but then this week, you know, I was just swiping my way along and I came across some people from our school and then I decided to quit Hinge <laughs> for a little bit at least. But then today I was thinking and I'm like, you know what, why should I care about seeing people from our school during the summer? I should have fun, good vibes. So I might hop back on the Hinge train. <laughs> Honestly, Ari, you should just say your age 22, 23 because there's no way anyone from GW, unless they already graduated, are going to be in your range. So that's how to prevent people that we go to school with. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely the way to go because just my internal embarrassment can't handle that sometimes <laughs> to have somebody look at my profile that I like low-key kind of know, like an acquaintance. So I think I'm definitely going to gonna have that <laughs> age update. But how did it go for you, Vic? Honestly because I have my age set a little bit older, so I don't have that encounter. So it's not like bad, but I don't know. DC Hinge is very unreliable and bad. I don't really see anybody from DC on there. It's mostly from Virginia and like the outside area. So we'll see. I've been seeing on TikTok a lot that DC um, Hinge is like haunted and that you should not go on it. Yeah, there's no updates for me. Yeah, I um, when I was like swiping on it, I ran into a couple of kids from Georgetown, and it just low key gave me like PTSD to like a real like embarrassing kind of like date story I had with the kid from Georgetown my my freshman year here. Um, so I thought that would be funny to like share in honor of our our episode theme today. I don't think I've ever heard this story, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I've never heard it either. I'm a little scared. No, yeah, it's definitely a story that I buried because I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> um, but I thought it would be funny. Okay, so just to set the scene, it's freshman year, literally the first week going out. So it's like new college, like Ariana going out. And in DC, we have this place called Crepe Away, <laughs> which is basically just like a freshman spot that you go to like once or twice, like really late, like after the club or like, like whatever. And you're able to get, like, craze, but also, like, dance on the tables and have, like, a good and, like, fun time. So people from other schools, like, also go to Craper Way. So I was, you know, up there dancing on a table because I love elevated surfaces. And then across from the room, I see this boy, like, looking at me and giving me, like, eyes and dancing. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, like, interesting, whatever. He was really cute and tall. So I was like, this is cute. So, like, we're looking at each other, whatever. And then he comes up to me and he asks me for his number. So, like, I give it to him, whatever. And then he texts me, like, the next, like, day asking to, like, go on a date. So, like, throughout the week, we're, like, planning it, like, whatever. And then it ends up being, like, a, a dinner date. So, we go to Clyde's in Georgetown. And, first of all, I Ubered to Clyde's because I didn't realize how close of Freshman year... No one knew how close Georgetown was from campus. No one. Nobody. I literally Ubered when it was like a 10-minute walk. Like, looking back at it, I'm like annoyed at my freshman year self, but whatever. So Uber to Clyde's get there. The dinner's going like really well. He's like international. He's French, like all this type of stuff. I just started taking French, so I was like super excited. I'm like, this is going really well. He's like a year older than me, something like that. 
So then we finished dinner, and meanwhile, I had, like, ravioli, and it was, like, small servings, and he had, like, a sandwich. And at the time, I didn't know, like, in French culture that they take, like, a really long time to, like, eat and, like, have dinners and stuff. And I finished, like, my ravioli so fast. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to finish dinner. So he finally did. And then the waiter comes, and he's like, okay, like, do you want to split the bill, or is it together? So... I don't want to act old school or sound old school, but, and say, like, I expect my date to pay for me, but, you know, it's, like, it would be nice if, like, you ask somebody out on a dinner date to pay for them, right? Like, am I crazy for that? No, you're not, because he invited you. You didn't have to go. You took time out of your day to go see him, and also, we're still in an age where women make significantly less than men. So it's not even like, oh, women prefer feminism and don't want to pay for themselves. It's like men literally make more. You should be paying. That's literally how I felt. And then he, he immediately, right after the waiter said it, he goes split. <laughs> like with a straight face. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> like trying to keep my jaw from like dropping. I was like, damn, okay. So we split the bill, and then he's like, oh, like, do you want to go get ice cream? I should have ended the date there. I don't know what in my right mind thought it would be a good idea to keep going after he said, like, no to splitting it, like, so fast. So we walked to, like, this ice cream spot in Georgetown, which is, like, really, really good, actually. I, I highly recommend. It's, like, Thomas Sweets or something like that. So we go there, and then <laughs> we walk in, we order our ice creams, and then again, the person's like, is it together or separate? And he goes, separate. A $3 ice cream you can't pay for for me. But then get this. <laughs> get this. Then he tries to pay with, um, like, card just for himself. And the guy's like, you can't pay, like, on card only, like, $3. So he huffs. And he was like, okay, like, I'll get her ice cream, too. I was like, are you kidding me? That is so funny. So my friend told me a similar story where they were at Sonic, her and this guy, and she was just being nice. Like she gave him $10 to pay. He ended up using the $10 to pay the cashier and then kept the change. <laughs> she was just like, oh, what? See, somebody needs to get these boys in check <laughs> because they don't know what to do. So then after that debacle, I'm like, I'm so over this day. I'm like, I'm trying to eat my ice cream fast and like go. Like I don't want to be here anymore. So we go outside to sit. And then we're, like, chatting, like, whatever, like, small talk. And then he, like, looks at me and he was, like, okay, like, I, like, really need to, like, disclose something to you. Like, I really like, need to tell you something, like, all serious. So now I'm, like, what the hell is this Kate about to say to me? And he was, like, okay, listen, like, I'm in an open relationship. Like, my, my girlfriend is in Canada. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, and okay, I'm not I'm not like discrediting anybody that's in an open relationship, like power to you, but me being like a freshman, like kind of new to like the world, like dating and all that kind of stuff, I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why is this kid in an open relationship? Like I was shook. And I was like, oh. And then we start talking about like different dating styles and all that type of stuff. And he's like, I don't know if you're like interested in being like one of my partners in open relationships. And then he starts telling me about his dating schedule. So he's like, yeah, like, I typically go on, like, a lot of dates a week. And then, like, if I feel, like, a spark with a girl when I kiss her, then I'll, like, you know, I'll text her back, like, the next day. But if I don't feel that spark, then she's gone. Like, I'm not going to text her back or, like, anything. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there, like, 
Okay. My God. So multiple partners. Yeah, multiple. Like he he said he has a new girl every week. (laughs) This is a rotation. Like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday girl? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was his Wednesday. (laughs) Wait. Wait, you know that song by SZA? You know, The Weeknd? That's literally (laughs) with you. (laughs) Yep, that was me. Yep, yep, yep. That's ridiculous. (laughs) So then... So then I'm like, oh, okay. So then me being me, you guys know I love weddings and marriages and all of that kind of stuff. (laughs) So then I was like, well, what are are your views like on marriage? Like, do you ever want to like settle and like get married and stuff? I ask him. He goes, do you mean like the contract marriage or like the other type of marriage? And I was like, huh? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, Oh, you know, like, to me, marriage is just, you know, just signing that paper. Like, why would I just, what's the difference from, like, signing a paper and, like, not signing it and being with that person? Like, there's no difference. And I'm like, um, I think there's quite a difference from signing a marriage contract, saying you're legally married, to just, like, dating somebody, basically, like, all your life. You know, I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not a contract marriage type of dude. And I was like, this is where the conversation ends. I was like, this is where I need to see myself out. But then he goes on another rant because he like he he just keeps going on rants. So then he's like, I have this really cool like party trick. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, what is it? And he goes, I if you, if I like say or like no, he was like, if I have like a deck of cards, I'm able to like pick what card you have. So I was like, okay, like can you do it like another way? Like since we don't have like a deck of cards. And he was like, Yeah, like I can count like one to ten and then I'll guess what number like you have so I was like okay like do it so then he looks me dead in my eyes and he goes one two three four five six seven eight nine ten <laughs> like, super. and then he he's still looking at me <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing so much it's so funny so then still looking at me dead in my eye he goes three four five six seven <laughs> he's narrowing it down the numbers and then he goes Four, five, six, four, five, six, four, five, six, like over and over again. And he's like, five, six, five, six, five, six. And he goes, your number six. And I'm like, no, my number was two. <laughs> like, that's what I always pick. And he was like, oh, like, you know, like it works with the deck. Like, you know, I usually always get it, like all of this stuff. But he was saying that he's able to guess it because it changes in like my facial expression and I like knew that's like how like the trick kind of like works so I was like like messing with him like with how I was like looking at him all the type of stuff or like trying to act like straight so he like couldn't tell so I was like I just want to make this kid look dumb at this point because (laughs) this is a waste of my time this whole date you didn't pay for me once then you had an issue with paying for my three dollar ice cream fucking cup and now you're playing mind games on me like what's going on I I don't even know what to say at this point. I think this is on you because you had multiple times that you could have left before the magic tricks. And meanwhile, we have people like surrounding us. So people are like watching this like monstrosity happen. And I'm like, honestly, but you're right. It is my fault for letting this happen. But after the magic trick, I was out. After that, I literally ordered my Uber home. <laughs> I left. And then when I, the Uber got there, and I was, like, trying to, like, go get in the car, he was, like, staring at me, trying to kiss him. And I'm, like, I'm not doing this, babe. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be your, your next date if you if you feel that spark with me. <laughs> like, no. Is he out of his mind? I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
yeah so I never I've never seen him again like I still follow him like on Instagram because you know he's cute to look at but but ladies if you have a Georgetown boy doing magic tricks on you run (laughs) run fast for the streets okay so when we were like deciding on what to talk about during the podcast we just decided to talk about a lot of embarrassing stories um, many of you guys submitted some of your embarrassing stories to us. So we're just going to share some of those. But first, I'm going to share a really embarrassing story that happened to me. I think it was my fall semester of my junior year. So basically, um, I think Ari and I were the only ones that went out this night. And we're just like living life. Like we're dancing at the club, having so much fun. And these like girls, this group of girls approach me and they're like, can you move? And I was with all my, like all my friends. So I told them, you know what? Sorry. Like I'm with my friends. Um, you can stand next to me, but I'm not going to move. And they got so upset. They were like trying to push me the whole night. And I was like, I'm not moving. I was like literally like watching this happen and those girls are like, move Vic, move Vic. Vic was like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not going to move. And these girls, we didn't know them. We had never seen them again. And hence for like the 20th time, we were with our whole group of like friends. It was like everyone that we hang out with like regularly. So whatever, this was a Thursday night. Ari and I go home. We didn't think anything happened. So the next day, it was a Friday, and we're at dinner. It's me, Ari, Faye, and Maeve. We're just sitting there chatting, and I get a text from one of my guy friends saying, hey, Vic, I really need to talk to you. So we're all brainstorming at this point. What what could it be about? Uh, what happened? Whatever. Nothing. I honestly, at this point, did not think it was about me at all. So I get to their house and he grabs his friend. We go talk and both of them close the door and they're like, Vic, we love you. Like, you know, you're like one of our closest friends, but we know you threw a drink on those girls. And I was like, what? First of all, I have never thrown a drink in my life. I don't do that. And I'm not an aggressive drunk at all. So I'm very confused at this point. I'm like, I didn't do this. Did anyone see me do it? Like, is anyone a witness? And they're like, no, they said that nobody saw, but they just came to talk to us because they said that you uh, were really mean to them. And so basically at this point, I'm like, they're liars. Um, I don't really care. I don't even know who these girls are. So at this point, all they care about is they're just like, can you please make amends with one of our friends? Because he's my roommate. And, you know, it would just mean a lot to me if you say, if you like make up with um, one of their boyfriends. So I made up with him, whatever. We like apologized. But all of this over a drink, a fake drink thrown. And now we call the story a frat standard story because who gets put into a frat standards that's a girl i think you're literally the only person they sent to frat standards like ever <laughs> um, and for something that never happened <laughs> i like when we were brainstorming what it was going to be about 
that like literally that didn't come up because it was like it didn't happen (laughs) the best part of the story so I go downstairs and I tell the girls and they're like what like first of all we don't even believe that happened because we know who you are and so when one of our guy friends comes out to talk to us Faye immediately goes get out of here I don't even want to look at you I don't want to see you just get out and he I was like literally a white face so scared so taken aback he's he just is like I'm sorry Vic you needed you needed Faye as a bodyguard and frat standards with you as like your lawyer or something (laughs) no honestly Faye is like the biggest hype not hype woman but what is it like bodyguard she she's perfect like every single time she's there (laughs) I was just like so confused because that doesn't even make sense you would never do that so I generally thought like oh the girls like mixed it up or whatever so I don't know about that but just the way that they were treating you it's like okay so yeah like what if you even if you did do that what's their business What's their, like, obviously you were provoked or something and you would never do that because you would never waste a good drink that you made for yourself at a, at the club table. You make great drinks at the club tables. You wouldn't throw it on somebody. Facts. Spitting facts. Oh my God. But yeah, so that is one of our embarrassing stories. It's not even so much embarrassing as to confusion, but now like looking back on it, it's embarrassing because I gave people I knew the time of day. So I'm like, oh, shit, like, why did I do that? Yeah, that totally makes sense. They didn't deserve your breath. But um, we put up on our Instagram at teeny o'clock. Go follow if you're not following already. A submission for embarrassing stories. And I'm going to read some of them that we got to you guys. So one of them, okay, by the way. These are actually nuts. (laughs) So just get ready, guys. So the first one is that there was this one time I was talking to a guy and I screenshotted the text to send to my friend for advice on what to say. But instead, I sent it to him. I was so embarrassed. What would you have done to ease the situation? Because mine ended so awkwardly and I really liked him with a sad face. Okay, so I have done this before with... First time I ever did it was sixth grade year. This guy confessing that he liked me sent it to him. But it was sixth grade, so it was like whatever. Then I have done it with multiple friends, sending stuff we've talked about, sending it to like. So honestly, there's nothing you can do besides (laughs) tell the truth once you send the screenshot. Yeah, I've had it done to me when I was younger, but you, you really just can't go back from it. But... Something interesting, side note, Apple is letting you edit your text messages now with a new update. So we won't have this issue anymore. And like unsend text messages. So we're safe now, ladies. So use that <laughs> if you ever miss um, text somebody really fast. Unsend it. <laughs> the one thing I hate so much is when you're on Instagram and you just see user deleted. Me too. Like, I don't like that at all. And I hate that that is a new feature. Because, like, what if somebody sends you something and then they wake up sober or something and then they delete it and you haven't, you didn't get a chance to see it, you know? <laughs> That's what <laughs> happens most of the time. It's like drunk text that you need to delete. You weren't quick enough. 
<laughs> but um, this has actually happened to me, but with a friend, and it was worse because it was a voice note. Um, <laughs> in high school, I had this friend who was just like acting like a mess. And I don't know what was going on with her, but she was just, she's doing a lot for attention. And me and my other friends were like, we were going to stage an intervention. Like we were concerned. So we were texting each other and, you know, sometimes I get so lazy. So I was sending voice notes. I sent a voice note talking about her. Like she is just doing this. She's doing that. She's a mess. She needs to get her life together. (laughs) And um I send it to her so my advice would be to never tell the truth and I say this because there's ways to get out of things but when you tell the truth they're gonna be mad people don't people don't like hearing the truth that's what I've learned in life and I'm gonna leave it at that how do you make how do you mess that up (laughs) I got out of it yeah there's no way you can get out of it I got out of it I said don't listen to that That was me talking about, I don't know if I said, like, one of my sisters or a cousin. And I was, like, talking to my family. Because I didn't say her name in it, but it was clearly about her stuff that she's done. And honestly, I think people can't handle the truth sometimes. Like, she would rather sleep at night knowing that I was talking bad about somebody else than know that I was talking bad about her life decisions to another friend. That's a fair point. Yeah, like ignorance is bliss. Exactly. So my advice is to deny, deny, deny. Yeah, mine is to beg for forgiveness. Vic's advice is to always tell the truth because it's so obvious. It's so obvious. If you do it with a guy, just be like, yeah, honestly, I'm sorry. I was sending it to my best friend for advice. Because in reality, every every guy knows like you're talking to your girlfriends like about it. They might not know. But they like in the back of their head, they know that you're asking for advice or you're talking about it with their girlfriends. Yeah, I don't I don't think guys should get as upset about that because they definitely talk about us like to their to their friends as well, too. So cut that out, guys. If we send it, just look past it. That's it. Just delete it in your messages. (laughs) I, I don't know. Some boys are very oblivious to the things that girls do. So they just they don't understand that. Whenever we send a text, we've already asked 10 people on if it's a good text. You know what I mean? So good luck. I hope the situation gets better. And I would just deny. Okay, so the next submission says, so in high school, I had this guy best friend. And we would normally hang out and get food. One day, he told me he would pick me up after school to get food. So I assumed it would be how we usually do. Instead, he showed up to my door in a freaking tuck. I didn't know what to do, and I ended the friendship right there. Sometimes I think I overreacted. What do you guys think? Should I reach out and try to reconnect? You know, you know, I I give him I give him a I saw a B plus for effort because I look he missed the days where where men would dress up. I feel like we just get basketball shorts. <laughs> a t-shirt, some sneakers. They're never dressing up anymore. So full tux, that shows that he's into you, you know? For me, this personally has happened to me too. Um in high school, 
it was such an awkward situation. I too thought this guy was my best friend. So I, I should have known once I started using it for homework, but that's another story. So we would just hang out after school. He would help me with my homework. And he was just like a funny guy. Um, we would just like laugh or whatever. So one day we're just like hanging out at my house and he like confesses his love to me. And he's like, Vic, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. And I just ended the friendship right there. I couldn't. It was just, I just knew there was no future with this kid. And so I just had to end it because it was already awkward. And yeah. Wow, really? Um, this actually happened to me in high school too, but in a different way. Um, mine was different. So it was like when I just started dating my boyfriend and it was literally only like we were together for like two, no, maybe a month or like less. And one of my guy best friends at the time, um, he was like, hey, because he just started driving. And he was like, hey, do you want to go get food? Like go to this, yeah, go get food. And I'm like, sure. And we ended up going to this restaurant that just opened that I really liked. And we sat down, we had food because he's literally one of my guy best friends. It's like, whatever. So then um, we go see my one of my other like girlfriends. And then he takes me back home, whatever. The next time I hang out with that girl, she goes, oh, his name, like, redacted. <laughs> um, said, like, his day with you was the best day of his life. Like, it made him so happy that, like, you guys were able to go on a date. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, what do you mean, a date? But I'm very awkward, and I just never brought it up again. We stayed friends and everything, like, because I didn't know if she was telling the truth or not. But then looking back, it did seem like a date. Like he literally just started driving. And the first thing he wanted to do was take me to like lunch and like he paid for the lunch. And I was just like, oh, well, he's paying because he's a gentleman. But I didn't know like if he was paying because it was a date. And I told my boyfriend and he's like, and they're best friends. <laughs> and he's like, why did he take you on a date? <laughs> but then it just became like whatever. Because then he started liking this girl like right after. So I just never brought it up again but he's he's always like he would always make hints like i'm like the one who got away or something why do you all have boys showing up in texas i was joking before <laughs> why are boys doing this <laughs> i don't think so i think it was just something like i don't even know it was just my boyfriend never brought it up and i don't think my friend ever brought it up because then he started, he like fell in love with this girl like right after. But I think my boyfriend kind of just like, like my friend only realized he liked me after I got my boyfriend. You know what I mean? But if they were best friends, I don't believe they were best friends because he would have known he was dating you for a month already. No, he knew. That's why this was like nuts. That's so awkward. No, my boyfriend was like, wait a second. Why did you go on a date? <laughs> Yeah, no, it was awkward. So I guess our answer, our advice to that is just stop being friends with them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, to each their own. Like, if you if you guys were actually, like, best friend relationship, like, there's a little crush or something, 
So, like, it's inevitable. So, just, like, keeping friends unless, like, it really makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it can get really tricky, too, though, once those relationships get deeper and you eventually have to really, like, let the person down because then you don't want to lose, like, out on a friendship, too, which, like, sucks. So, this is low-key a lose-lose situation, babe. My advice would be, like, to reach out and be like, hey, sorry, I ghosted you for however long. I was taken aback by the tux thing, but, like, we should hang out soon or something like that. Was that bad? (laughs) (laughs) Taken aback by the tux thing. (laughs) No, but then also, this might put boys a step back because... What if a girl does like their friend? Now they're like, oh, I don't want to reach out to the girl because she's going to stop being my friend. Because what if he doesn't think the girl likes her? So what do you guys have advice for the boys? Get some confidence, babe. Okay, fair. So ending with that, there's another awkward, embarrassing situation. More like freaking embarrassing because... I only have seen this happen in movies, and I can't believe it's happened to me. So this Christmas break, when I was back home, I was at brunch with three of my friends. And we're just, like, there having a good time, and we're just, like, like brunching it up on a Sunday. So this guy, like, walks into the bar, and he's wearing, like, a fur jacket to the floor in cheetah print sunglasses and a big cowboy hat we all were just like oh that guy looks cool but he was like fully covered we could not tell who he was like we didn't know he never like came to say hi to us so we just thought it was like a random guy and he sits right next to us but we don't even like look to see who's at the table next to us as we're at the table we bring up high school drama and we start talking about these people from high school and he's brought up and we all go off, especially me, on like a little tangent about high school and our experience with him. No one says anything. A good 20 minutes pass by and my friend goes, Victoria, that's him. He's right there next to us. When I tell you, I literally for my, it was like a high top table. I literally fell to the floor and hit underneath the table. I was so embarrassed. I was so taken aback. I could not believe I did that. And everybody, all my friends went up to go say hi to him, but I couldn't. Like, it, it was already too deep. He knew I talked bad, so there was no going back from it. Yeah, there isn't really any advice I can give you on that one. <laughs> and so I just pretended I haven't seen him since. I probably won't ever see him again. So that's what's helping me... Um, live my life peacefully but if you have to take any advice from that is always look at your surroundings especially on the dc streets before you're talking about anything because you never know what's around you you know what that reminds me of like the the tiktoks that are like um me like at our local like mexican place like saying everybody's name first and last name (laughs) like it's nothing but all of those people are fine That's actually insane. And in that situation, I would have had to leave. Or crawl underneath the table and hide. (laughs) Yeah, or that. That's always a great option. No, but that's actually nuts. And I feel like something like that has happened to me. But 
I feel like I would have remembered that. So I think you're alone there. I know. I know it's one. It's like that one who wonder where it only happens to you. It would only happen to me too, because I'm the loudest person in the room. I spit first and last names and in my hometown, like, who do I think I am? Like Casper. So yeah. Okay. So something that we are starting and you should definitely submit questions to our Instagram at Timmy O'Clock, plugging it again. Um, we're doing a Q&A on ev- almost every episode, if we remember. <laughs> but for this episode, we got a few Q&As, and we're going to um, just talk about two. The first one was, what do I do if me and my boyfriend aren't meant to be, but I believe he's good for right now? What do you guys think? I think it <clears throat> depends what stage you are in your life and what you're setting like your goals for like the future as well too I know like you I know the future is so hard to like predict however I feel like a lot of people have like a timeline of when they're thinking about like settling down and all that type of stuff so with like your expectations for that I would take that into account because you also don't want to like drag along somebody that you know that's not going to end up how you want it to end up but also too you don't know people people will like shock you as well too that you might gain feelings for him down the line that you wouldn't have gotten the chance to if you broken up with him like right away so my suge- like suggestion would be to give it a little bit more time a couple of months and then if you're still in the same spot you're in now then then end it yeah I agree with Ari I feel like never say no because eventually if you do give it a couple months like you never know if the feelings are going to like grow deeper But at the same time, I feel like if you plan everything out in your life, I just feel like God's going to hit you with the like reverse button and just be like, oh, well, he's not the one for you. So I feel like just take your time because I do think dating for like two years and not seeing an outcome is kind of ridiculous. But if it's like a six month relationship, it's way different because you're just like testing the waters. So after like two years, after more time, then if you can start seeing a future with him. But as of right now, um, it just depends on how long you guys have been together for. Yeah, I would say that um, it's also important to like know why you think he's not good for right now. Like what is it that you think he can't be your forever person? And if it's something that is immediate, then you should break up with him. But if it's not, you don't know because you haven't been, You they might've not been with him for so long. So yeah, definitely uh, try it out for like a few more months and see if whatever that is, is like non-negotiable. Okay, so the next question is, what is the weirdest way a guy has hit on you? Oh my God, this question is so weird because I can't think of like a certain instance, but... I feel like a weird thing when a guy like comes up to me and they say they're always like, oh my God, you're such wifey material. And I'm like, what? Like, this is so weird because I've never met you before. I don't know if they want like wanting the marriage or whatever. So they think it's like a hit on. But I find that one of like the weirdest things when like people approach you and say that. Yeah, I've had some pretty weird like 
cat call like instances of people have tried to like hit on me like this one time I was I was in the city walking with one of my friends and we were pretty close to where we were like currently living which is kind of scary but we were like walking down minding our own business and then these construction workers were there and all of a sudden I heard meow meow Shadi was meowing at us <laughs> trying to get <laughs> our attention and I'm like what the hell I'm like he's actually taking like cat calling to it's like literal like meeting and I was like this is this is not it who would who would turn around for a meow <laughs> like what are you trying to do so that was definitely like a really a really weird um situation I was involved with I think mine I don't know if it's weird or whatever I don't know I can't think of other ones but the only the only funny one I could think of is when we were at POV and <laughs> and um so just to like start this off I'm Nigerian and I guess we're at POV and I don't know if Vic is telling this guy that I'm a Nigerian or something but somehow he knew and he's like my Nigerian princess like and just starts saying all these phrases <laughs> and I'm like who is this man <laughs> No, so the guy approached me and started saying, your friend is like the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And I think he, you just gave off like that Nigerian vibes because he knew you were Nigerian. And he was just like, can you set me up with her? And I was like, go talk to her. <laughs> I completely, oh my God. That's like our nickname for like Faye. Like whenever we're out, we're doing joke around. We're like our Nigerian princess. <laughs> This man comes up out of nowhere. This man. Lo and, lo and behold, it's Victoria who sent him to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> but it was fun. he was a funny guy. He wasn't creepy or anything. That's why this is like a funny story. Not like a weird one, but that he that was just nuts. And it was as it was as we were leaving. So I was like so confused on what he was saying until he he kept repeating the phrase. The stories you're always going to remember because they're so embarrassing. But it's not an embarrassing keep you up at night. It's like a funny embarrassing that you're willing to share. So we hope you all enjoyed these embarrassing stories. Some being our own, but also some of the ones you guys sent in. Uh, but don't forget, you can always send in embarrassing stories, funny stories, all this type of stuff. And we will share them on the podcast. Um yeah we hope you enjoyed it bye thank you all don't forget there's always time for a teeny